There's no such luxury for the match on Sunday. It is East Perth against Claremont. It's an elimination final. You win, you progress to the first semi, you lose, and the season is over. And joining us is the coach of the East Perth Footy Club, Ross McQueen. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. You're disappointed in some ways that you finished in this situation. I know there's four clubs in the five that finished on the same points, only separated by percentage. And unfortunately, East Perth, from your point of view, finished in fourth place. I put a look at it two ways. At the start of the year, you, uh, you sat me down and said, we'll finish fourth. You take it. And of course, the goalposts changed a little bit as the year went on. We had some played some really strong football. But oh, I think the disappointment was initially, you know, perhaps that opportunity just to give yourself that extra chance. But you know what? you just got to win games of football. So whether that's our philosophy this week, we've... Uh, just win and keep winning. Big game last week against your traditional rivals, West Perth. You gave them a heck of a head start, and then you kicked eight straight in the third term to be neck and neck going into the final quarter, but couldn't run on with it. Uh, it was almost a game in, in two circumstances, a sluggish East Perth and then a dynamic East Perth. Yeah, very very much so. I thought West Perth uh, applied some really good pressure early, used the ball well and took the, best, the most of their opportunities. They... Uh, probably got a couple that, you know, sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't, but they were, they were good at that. And then our boys, to their credit, halfway through the third quarter, or nearly around the 20-minute mark of the third quarter, found a way. And, yeah, strange things happen in football. And before you know it, you've kicked eight goals and seven in about 12 minutes. So uh, got us back in the game. And, again, it's just those little moments in football. I think the first clearance went inside 50 for us on the in the fourth quarter. The ball bounces to the left of the goalpost instead of through the goals. And um, who knows what could have been. And, and we missed another opportunity a bit later in the quarter. West Perth go to the other end and get a goal. So, I know there's pretty fine margins, Peter. And you know, a bit disappointed about the result and the, perhaps the inconsistency in the game. But we understand our best football is pretty good. Mm. The week before, you kicked 15-24 against the West Coast Eagles. Very inaccurate. You think now on reflection, and we won't go back two weeks, but had you kicked 24-15, you might have finished a, a couple of places uh, higher in the WAFL ladder. Let's go to this week's game. It's sudden death on Sunday. Should be a beauty at 10 past two. Mitch Croden is out. He's been out for two or three weeks now. Is he any chance of playing this week? Yeah, no, Mitch is a really good chance to play this week. He's um, We've also got training tonight. Tonight's our main session, so we'll train uh, tonight in a little while. And uh, But no, Mitch is, is a good chance. If he gets through, he's done everything right. He's been around the club and he's been keen to... Uh, he probably would have tried to play last weekend, but, you know, we erred on the side of caution. And then if Mitch gets through tonight and pulls up well tomorrow, I'm sure uh, Mitch will play this weekend if that's the case. How much have you missed him in the midfield? Oh, he's been a terrific player all year, Mitch. His leadership and, and, and his football now, he's been great around the group and leads the players with the other guys there. So you definitely miss a player of his ability. Um, well, I thought we've did, done pretty well at different times, given different guys' roles through there. It's allowed us to play a couple of different guys in uh, the midfield. Uh, but bringing Mitch back in this week will certainly uh, add, add, to, add to our side. What about Scott Jones? Uh, I was at East Perth a couple of weeks ago. I emceed their Hall of Fame. And there was talk uh, in the corporate area that maybe Scott Jones could make an appearance in the finals. How is he tracking, even though he hasn't played football for a long time? Yeah, I looked it up the other day. I didn't realise it was round eight uh, when we played East Fremantle here. He got injured, so it's been a while. Um, but Scott's been doing really well. He's looked after He's been really diligent about his recovery. Um, you know, he's been running on the track. He's doing some, he's been running the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, we, we would have to something pretty extraordinary would have to happen for Scott to play uh, this year, the remainder of this year, at some stage. But you never know. You never know. As I say, uh, that is a, the big $64,000 question. Uh, for the most part this season, uh, East Perth have had the ability to kick winning scores, a lot through their attacking midfielders as well, without having a, a real focal point in attack. Uh, is that going to be enough for East Perth to win finals games? Oh, I think, like you said, we've, we've managed to kick scores, and at different times we've lapsed some of our defensive efforts, so which has allowed the other teams to score as well. But I think we've shown that... Our ability to move the ball, um, be strong in the contest when it counted. We managed to, we've beaten every side in the competition, Peter. That's our philosophy. And uh, whether it's in a final, I think we understand the pressure steps up a bit and there's a perhaps a bit more to play for, but still just a game of football played over four quarters and uh, the best side will win it. And what about your opposition, Claremont, who are perennial the finalists? They know the big games and they know them well. Oh, yeah. Uh, very good side, Claremont, and a super club. Uh, they have been for a long time and, and things. So oh, they've got some great leaders at their club. And, you know, Jai Boltons and these sort of guys have been terrific uh, leading their club, Bailey Rogers and things. Unfortunately, Deck Mountford's been injured, but he may play you know, hopefully in the finals for Deck. He's a ripping man. But they're a great club. I expect them nothing but their best. They've uh, found a bit of form the last couple of weeks, which is good for them after a bit of a dip. Uh, and and they're not too dissimilar to us in some respect up front. You know they don't they lost Jack Buller during the year. They've had different guys pop up and kick goals. So um, I think yeah, like I said, when they're losing Jack, they've, they've got guys like Delacy and Mainwaring and Manuel and Smallwood, all guys who are. People wouldn't class them as power forwards, but good footballers and know how to kick goals. Mm. I tell you what, a bit of a letdown for a lot of the East Perth faithful. Of course, East Perth occupied the top position on the WAFL ladder at times during the course of the season, and we expect this season to continue for a few weeks more. Would it be disappointing for you and the work that's been put into the club to bow out at the first week of the finals? Oh, I think if you make the finals, Pete, you're disappointed if you don't win. You start the year... I think like every other club, you know, even aren't playing finals, they're disappointed about how the season finished. So we'll be disappointed um, if we don't progress a bit further into the finals. But, you know, we, we started the year with the, the thought and the agenda to play finals and, and win it, and that's what we'll do every year. But if it's not to be the case, we'll reflect, look at it, and take the positives out of it. Look, no one gave us a chance at the start of the year. I don't think anyone tipped East Perth to be in the finals. And as you said, we've all had a chance of, of being on top of the ladder, I think I'm pretty sure everyone's been on top of the ladder at some stage this year. So we'll be disappointed if we don't get the, the win this weekend, but understand that we've taken some steps forward, but there's no guarantees next year. So that's why this year is mm. so important. Yeah, fair call. And finally, great news with Hamish Brayshaw, the skipper, committing to another couple of years at the club. Yeah, great for the club. You know, he's a terrific leader, uh, plays a uh, really solid brand of football every week, uh, and the players respond to that. No, it's good news that. Hamish has been able to commit to the club. He's a busy man with all his media and so forth and, and his golf and everything else, but a, <laughs> a great leader, um, terrific addition to the club the last couple of years. So we're looking forward to Hamish in the next couple of years. Yeah, and you've done a great job, Ross. Congratulations on getting the uh, Mighty Royals to the finals. Good luck on Sunday. Ten minutes past two. I think there'll be a good crowd. A lot of the East Perth faithful uh, will be rolling out to see uh, East Perth play some waffle finals football. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Peter. I look forward to seeing all the supporters here. They've been great this year, so 
um, let them know that we'll begin our best crack this weekend. Ross McQueen there, the coach of the East Perth Football Club, in an extended WAFL finals preview here on Sports Day. Thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre serving WA for over 45 years. Don't forget that Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. That's the Super Bowl. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance TNCs do apply. That's been Sports Day WA for another week. Uh, Have a terrific weekend, and I'll be back again Monday at 5 here on SENWA.